Hi, I'm Mike Shea from SlyFlourish.com, and I am here with Enrique Bertrand, the newbie DM from NewbieDM.com and Twitter.com slash NewbieDM. And this is our third session running through Dragon of Ice Spire Peak. Uh, this is a one-on-one D&D game using the D&D Essentials Kit. And uh, Enrique, would you like to introduce yourself or say anything? Hi, I'm Enrique, uh, NewbieDM.com and NewbieDM on Twitter, and I am playing a character named Barundar. Uh, he's a dwarf, uh, dwarven fighter here in this adventure, and I'm really having fun with Mike here. I'm having fun playing this game with you, Mike. Awesome. Yeah, you know, I've been I've been talking all about it uh, over the past few weeks. I've been talking about it with with Michelle, uh, my wife, and talking about it online and everything else. And I'm just, yeah, I'm I, I'm surprised how much fun I'm having playing D and D with you. <laughs> no, I'm I'm surprised how much fun I'm having playing D and D one on one. Like I thought it would be weird, or I thought it would like the the I don't know that like you really needed the five people to make the D and D experience work. And I've been having a great time. I think I think so, it works. I, I, yeah, I, I um I'm still a little dubious about whether you know I'm I'm still not convinced the the adventures and encounters are written for one player. Right. But as far as the experience is concerned, the gaming experience and it's uh, on its own, uh, yeah. it's fun. It yeah. doesn't feel weird at all, like like you said. Yeah, yeah, and and I just I'm I'm I love I love Berendar, Berendar, yeah, <laughs> and I and I love Bing. I want to apologize ahead of time. My voice is shot. I'm I'm sick with a bad cold and nothing like an hour and a half of talking to help a problem like that. Well, yeah, I know this is gonna go. <laughs> That's why I have a very scorching cup of coffee here with me. Too. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Uh, so when we last left, um, uh, it's Barundar, right? Barundar. Barundar. When we last left Barundar and Bing, they had just had a conversation with uh, some nasty little were rats uh, in a cave. They were following a uh, uh, a character. Where's the picture? This guy right here, uh, whose name was oh, where are my notes? Don John. Don John, and yeah, Don John Raskin. And he had asked he he works for Neverwinter, and he said, hey, there's this mine, the Mountain's Toe Gold Mine, that's stopped producing stuff, and I want you to go help me figure it out. So you and Don John and your sidekick Bing went to the Mountain's Toe Gold Mine found that there were a bunch of were rats there and the were rats said hey you know we actually don't like this mine very much we like this other place called the shrine of savras if you can clear out the shrine of savras we'll move back there and you can have your mind back and you said you know that's probably better than getting in a great big fight with a bunch of were rats uh so you have just left uh mountains the, the mountains toll gold mine and are making your way uh, back out uh, from the uh, Sword Mountains, uh, heading along the path that heads to the Shrine of Savras. Uh, there is, you, you noticed after about a half a day's journey that there was a large storm that took place uh, ahead of you on the road and bolts of lightning that seemed to strike again and again faster than you could keep up with them, just one right after the other. And um, both you and, and Bing and, and Don John. So you and Bing are kind of looking at this, and you looked over, and Don John was propped up against a tree, dead asleep, right? Just snoring like a like a dying cow, uh, hmm. completely oblivious to this storm. But you and Bing kind of stared out over this over this strange swirling storm and this just you know blast after blast of lightning. So I guess the first question I want to ask you is: Is the storm 
rain or is it or is it uh, is there ice? Is it cold? Because I know what's happening with the with the dragon. Obviously, we've seen the white dragon. So, I guess I'm asking: Can this be the dragon? Uh, so you look over and, and ask Bing, uh, "Can this can this be the dragon?" Uh, give me an intelligence arcana check for for Bing uh, with advantage as uh, Barundar uh, uh, asks the question. The, the two of you kind of ponder this situation. Intelligence. So yeah, Bing's intelligence arcana. If you trained in arcana. So I rolled on roll twenty. We're going to use the left hand side for the advantage. Uh, so the, you should have. I guess both. it doesn't matter. Yeah, you can use both, right? Yeah. So nineteen. Nineteen. So Bing kind of looks at this and he looks at you. He goes, "White white dragons are known for for cold and and like sleet storms." And we didn't. I don't actually see a dragon. I think this is something else. I don't think this is. I don't think this is a dragon at all. So I tell him, "That's what I was thinking, Bing." Thank right, you for because, confirming my. Right. Thank you for confirming my thoughts. He nods. He nods. Yes, of course, of course, sir, of course. Um, um yeah. Hmm. I mean, other than that, is there does does it look dangerous to proceed or? Uh, no. And and as the night, this is sort of at at night after you set up camp, right, along your your journey outside of Mountain's Toe Goldmine. And uh, the next morning, it is a beautiful sunny day. Birds are chirping. Sky is blue. Uh, you know, no, no sign. The storm itself, the other weird bit, and, and Bing kind of, you know, um, noticed this too and mentioned it to you, was that um, uh, the storm didn't move. It was relatively local, right? It was, it was in one spot, and it kind of rose there, and then all these bolts of lightning hit, and then it disappeared again. Okay, that's weird. Yeah. So the next day, uh, you begin your journey again, and after a couple of hours going along the road, um, and most of it is filled with um, uh, Donjon's uh, stories of, of Neverwinter and Mount Hotenau and the, the, the fiery god under and the one time he met Drizzt Orden, you know, and all these tales that he tells over and over again. And most of the time, Bing just kind of rolls his eyes at you, you know, the, of the tales of this, of this brash guy. Uh, you come across a tree and the tree is scorched completely black. Hmm. And uh, all of the leaves are, are are gone, and all around it, the ground is is charred. And um, so both both you and Bing kind of look at the tree, and he points out. He goes, "Look over here!" And on the tree is a strange symbol, like a like a glyph, that has been burned into the tree. Does the tree smell like it's recently burnt, or yes, yeah? There's a heavy stench of ozone. Of, of charred wood and ozone in the air. Do I recognize the glyph at all? You do not. And and Bing looks at it, and he looks at you, and he just shakes his head. What does the glyph kind of look like? Can you describe it? Uh, it's got, like, you know, it's it's very sharp, sharp-edged, uh, many, uh, uh, you know, many different lines that, that piece it together, like three or four different capital letters overlapping one another. Capital letters overlapping one another. Yeah, so if you imagine like a, a, a three-quarter turned E. Got and it. A, you know, like a you know a half circle. Really, it's strange. And, you know, Bing is like, you know, he mentions, like, I've studied a, a number of different religions in the area, and I've not seen, you know, I've not seen anything like this. So, Bing. Hmm, sorry. Is yes, it magical? Uh, he looks at it and he goes, 
I don't I don't think so. But maybe hey, here, help me help me move some of the uh, some of the char away. Um, please, if you would roll an intelligence arcana check uh, with advantage as the two of you kind of investigate this for um, for Bing or for Barundar. Uh, so this will be Bing's check um, with advantage for Barundar's aid. Um, Arcana. 20. Yeah, so he says, it, it is no longer, um, uh, it is, it is no longer magical, but this tree looks like it's been hit by 10 or 12 lightning blasts. Like, this wasn't just one lightning blast. This is, this is many lightning blasts that have been here. Um, if you would give me, uh, are either you or Bing trained in survival or nature? Um, hold on. Barundar is not, and Bing, No. So uh, both of you are looking around, um, and uh, if you would, uh, whichever of you has the highest perception check uh, can roll a perception check with advantage, either you or Bing, as you're kind of looking around the area. That would be Bing. 16. Um, so he looks around and he goes, look, there's, there's boot prints around here. And you look, and there's these large, rough boot prints uh, that are kind of encircling this tree, you know, that you see all around, all around the tree. Uh, and he, he kind of like, he kind of like looks, he goes, there's something, hang on, there's something in the tree. And he, he, he reaches, he kind of reaches, he looks at you a little apprehensively as he does. He's well, he looks, maybe, maybe you should do this. Stand aside, Ben. Goes, I saw okay. those footprints earlier and I meant to come investigate. Right. He goes, look, look, look over here. Look at I that. Stick, I, I go in and I try to see what it is he's seeing. Uh, you see that sort of inside the cracked, charred husk of this tree is a is a living root. And what appears to be etched on this root, it's like it's probably about eight inches long. Uh, and this gnarled piece of, of living tree and etched into it is a lightning bolt. Now, when you say living tree, what do you mean? Like, is the so is the root like throbbing? It's not. It's not, it... it's not. Yeah, it's not. It just looks like it's not dead, right? It looks like the bark that is on it has a has a lighter brown texture of living wood, rather than the charred dead wood of the tree. It's not. It's not moving or wriggling or anything like okay, that. Okay, can I ask you a question? Yeah. As as a guy who's traveled up and down the Sword Coast, right? Um, would I be familiar with glyphs and signs of organizations or or other uh you know or i guess organizations really yes yeah so you you're familiar with like you know you've never seen one but you've heard the rumors of the, the mysterious harpers and the weird harp pin that they have okay. or or yeah the, the the symbol of the zinterim and other other factions in the area okay so so would this seem like the symbol of the zinterim for it, example? it does not Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You, it is not one that you. It is not one that you recognize. And, Bing. I don't think I recognize this. Uh, is Bing trained in religion? 
is Bing trading religion. I believe he is. Yes, he is. Uh, so he kind of looks at it, you know, as you as you as you kind of examine it. Uh, uh, have Bing roll an intelligence religion check with advantage. Yes, sir. He rolled a ten. So he looks at it. And goes, I don't. I don't know. It looks like a religious symbol of some sort, but I don't recognize it. Bing, you're a man of faith. What do you mean you can't recognize it? It's not. It, there are many faiths here in. In, in these lands and, and this is not one that I that I know. I've not seen it, but it clearly I turn looks around like I, I turn around to Don John and say, Crocodile Don John, do uh, you recognize? You turn this? around and he is uh, busy urinating on a tree. Jesus. And and he's like, What? What is it? Nothing. Oh, sorry. When you finish when you finish peeing, please make your way over to the tree. Gotcha. Be right there, you know, getting old and all that. This man has a problem with his prostate. <laughs> Okay. So well, he says, I think it's safe to, to take it though. I don't I don't see any problems with it. To take the root? Yeah, you can I think it can you could break that out. I feel an energy coming off of it, but it doesn't look dangerous. Okay. Yeah. Stand aside, Bing. Oh I'm sorry, sir. Yes. Sorry. I'm gonna grab the root. I'm gonna pull it off. Uh, you you pull the root uh, right off, and you're holding it in your hand, and immediately, like the hair on your arm stands on end, and you feel this electrical energy coming off of this root as you as you kind of hold it, and uh, you realize that uh, there is a power, a power in this in this root that you can that you can channel. Uh, this power will. Uh, empower a weapon upon which it is cast. Like if you transfer the energy from this root into a weapon, uh, it will make that weapon magical and give it uh, an extra 1d6 lightning damage uh, for one hour. Nice. And then uh, once it is used, it is expended. So like in game terms, I would have to use an action to expend the... Correct. Yeah, use oh. an action to expend it. It's the equivalent of casting magic weapon, the spell magic weapon. Got it. It's the equivalent of casting the spell magic weapon on a weapon and gives it an additional 1d6 lightning damage. And then that root, the energy in that root is expended. Bing. Hmm, sir. I'm glad I, I'm glad I found this. I'm glad you found that too. That, that, that could come quite, quite handy and useful. Now we should get going, Bing. Is the man done peeing? He's like, yeah, right. And he's going, he's shaking, you know, and, and kind of zipping up his, his you know, oh, for buttoning the love up of his trousers. Zip your pants up, man. Like, I'm sorry. Yes. Right. Are we ready yet? Wow. Look at that tree. What's what's going on with that? You missed a lot while you were peeing. Let's get he, going. He I'll goes and he like road. stomps around in all the boot prints, right? As he as he turns around. Now the the boot prints. Wait, hold on. Before he's, I'm not done. I, I come to stop. Boot prints, and he's like turning around and kicking the dirt around. Are the boot prints large or small? They were large. Large. <coughs> hmm. So were they? You, what do you make were, of that? Were they heavy boots or were they leather moccasins? They were heavy boots, and they were rough in their make. Like no good uh, cobbler made these boots. These are these are you know. Heavy, heavy, thick stitches, holes in some of them, you know, big, bigger, bigger than your feet. Orcs. Uh, perhaps. Uh, Bing, Bing kind of looks at it and goes, maybe? Uh, roll an intelligence, whichever you or Bing has the higher uh, intelligence insight check can roll with advantage. Barundar rolls an 11. Uh, Barundar goes, it's, I mean, it's possible, but I don't, I don't know. 
I can't be. I can't be purely. I can't be sure. Do they trail off into the distance? Uh, you see them kind of make their way into the woods, but but as you kind of look, they sort of disappear into the foliage. Looks like they'll be difficult to follow. Well, then we're not going to follow them. And we and, should get yeah, going. Don, Don John's like, yeah, don't we have other business? We have to get to the shrine of Savras or whatever. Well, you're the one who stopped to pee. Well, I had to pee. What do, we, what do you want? Let's get going. Bing, right. please, let's go. Uh, you continue to make your journey uh, across the uh, Sword Coast. Uh, so you are making your way uh, through those northern hills. If you see those those hills uh, north of the Sword Mountains. Yes, I heading, do. Heading to the northeast through the hills. And... Um, uh, it's probably it's a it's it's about a two day journey to reach uh, the the shrine, I think. Uh, and you uh, along this journey, um, late in the afternoon, um, you are kind of you know having your 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 evening meal before you prepare your camp. And Bing says, "Oh, sir, look!" And he he points out he's kind of standing on one of the hills, and far off to the north. Uh, you see, you, you can just make out uh, again that the image of something flying from the northeast to the southwest, uh, perhaps two miles away or so, three miles away, uh, is a large flying shape. And as the sun hits its scales, you see it gleaming white. Yes, the dragon. It's that white dragon, Bing. It is. It's moving like around a lot. We saw it along the mountains, but that looks like that looks like it's Tribor Trail. Its range is getting wider. Does it look like it's headed our way? It is not. Uh, you are headed to the northeast. It is headed to the southwest, and it is a few miles uh, north of you. So it's going along its current trajectory. And even as you watch, it sort of soars uh, south and west uh, away uh, from you. Okay, so theoretically, it could head towards Phandalin. That is true. It could be heading towards Phandalin. And how many, how far away are we from, we're kind of far from you're Phandalin, about, right? Uh, yeah, so right now, you're a good couple days away from Phandalin. Bing, I'm afraid there's nothing we can do but watch. Yeah, you're about, you're, you're about 50 miles away from Phandalin at this point. I tell Don John. Don John is sitting there eating this ridiculous uh, burrito that he has made. He's like, what? What is it? It's a dragon. What? Mate. Come it's on. It's a dragon. There's no dragons. Take a look. It's ridiculous. Take a look. He, he kind of goes out there. He goes, I don't see anything at all. I see a great open plain. My eyesight's not what it used to be. Go pee. What am I, a dog? Well, now that you mention it, and he goes over to <laughs> a nearby hill. Uh, you make it to the Shrine of Savras uh, about early morning, about mid-morning the next day. Uh, the shrine itself is an uh, an old uh, ruin. Let me let me pull up. Here is an overhead uh, an overhead map of the area. Uh, inside is a cross-shaped uh, two-story building. Uh, and there are what appeared to be a, a thick wall that surrounded it. But the wall has long since fallen into ruin, as has the gatehouse uh, to the north. 
Uh, there are four towers that are all in disarray, except for a tower on the northwestern side. Uh, the north, the northwest tower itself uh, stands, has a, you know, continues to stand upright. But the other three towers all look like they have collapsed. Uh, as you are, uh, th there's a, um, about 100 feet of open land surrounding the surrounding the hill that the tower sits upon uh, and uh, trees and foliage that kind of uh, uh, sit outside of that and a, uh, a, a, a heavily overgrown road that twists its way up to the northern, to the, 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 the destroyed northern gatehouse. So currently in your foliage, you're, you're pretty well covered and it's a good distance. Do I know what Savras is? Uh, you do not. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what Savras is. I should look that up, huh? Uh, give me a. Um, so either you or Bing can make an intelligence religion check. Um, and uh, if whichever one of you makes the roll can make it with advantage, as the other one discusses it. So Bing rolled a twenty-three. Uh, so Bing says, of course I know what Savras is. You don't know? Oh, I'm sorry, sir. Yeah, I'm sure you know this already. Let me just actually let me tell you what Savras is. You can tell me where I'm wrong about it. It would help me to tap into your intellect. Get on with it, Bing. I'm oh, sorry. Uh, Savras is a god of divination and fate um, in, the, in, in, our, in our realms. Uh, the symbol of Savras. Hang on. And he pulls out an old book. And he's like, I, I happen to have a, uh, an image here of the symbol of Savras. It is a, it is a sphere uh, with eyes kind of lurking in it, kind of, that kind of float in it. But, and it's, it's somewhat sinister, um, you know, somewhat sinister, but it is a neutral, it is considered a neutral god, neither, neither good nor evil, but one who follows uh, the ways of the law. Put that picture away, Bing. It's uncomfortable so, to look at. All right. Uh, sorry. I'll, I'll, I'll here. Yes. Sorry, sir. Don't make you uncomfortable. Uh, often known as the all-seeing, or he of the third eye, or the lord of divination. Bing. Apparently once a wizard before he became a god. He became a god. Yeah, sorry. Yes, sir. Seems lost in his own story. Do we see, okay, do we see any tracks around? Uh, so you're, you're looking around, uh, if you would give me, uh, either you or Bing can make an intelligence, uh, an intelligence nature check. Straight up intelligence check. So Bing, Bing rolls a nine. I roll a, Barunda rolls a, uh, 21. 21. So Bing is like, sir. Look, I found tracks, and he's following them around, and he goes right up to, he's like, there's someone behind that tree. And you go behind the tree, and it's Don John peeing. He's like, oh, oh, sorry, I found the wrong tracks. And you're like, wait a minute. And you look, and there are these, like, inside, outside of the tracks that Don John has made, he has stepped into much larger barefoot tracks that have made their way through. And as you kind of like follow them, you kind of look where they're going and you see these like small trees that have been uprooted. And then this huge log that has a big barefoot mud print on it. And the log has cracked under the weight of whatever stepped on it. All right. So hold on. Yeah. 
bear track. Not a bear track. Bear barefoot. Like a One humanoid. Foot. A humanoid. No, mo- you see multiple humanoid feet. That for clearly from one being. Like you see both the left and right footprints. So he's walking on two feet. Yeah, a creature is walking on two feet. The feet are roughly humanoid. Four toes instead of five. And and the feet are probably 20 inches. Uh, 20 to 24 inches long. Holy moly. And deep. Like it was so deep that when you look at him, you thought they were just mud trenches. Right? And then you realize what you were looking at was a footprint. And then you, as you fo- as you kind of look at it as it made its way through the trees, you see that... There are trees that are uprooted, and uh, there is a uh, – whatever it was had stepped over a log, and when it did so, the log split and broke. And the log was like a good-sized 20-inch tree. I want – I signaled Bing to be quiet. Right. The other guy to be quiet, Don John. Like, what? What? Quiet. Oh, sorry. And I want to hear. Can I hear anything? Uh, give me a uh, uh, wisdom perception check. Both you and Bing can roll separately if you would like. Barundar runs, uh, rolls an 11, and Bing rolls a 13. So uh, you're, you're both listening, and, and um, you don't hear any – you don't hear anything – Right, you hear the sounds of the the forest, and Bing's like, "I thought I heard a crack, but it was pretty far away." I don't, whatever that is, I don't think it's nearby. Oh, sir, look! Oh, I'm sorry, sir, look! What? And he he points out at the tree, and on the watchtower, the one northwestern watchtower that stands, you see a figure. Uh, standing out at the edge, kind of looking out over the open plain that leads up to the, um, uh, the, or the, the, the open, yeah, the open plain of the hill that leads up to the shrine. What does this figure look like? Uh, it looks humanoid. And as you kind of peer from far away, uh, whatever it is has sort of grayish skin and a, and a large head. And as you watch, it kind of slings a, it, it seems to have a long bow. Uh, as it kind of peers over, it's thick in in its stature, thick in its in its physical size. And there's only one. You only see one of them on that watchtower. Bing, sir. One of the ideals I live by is that you have to succceed. You have to take risks. Yes, right. You, you see him open up a book, and it says Barandar's Philosophies, and it's got 96 of them so far. And he takes out a pen, and he writes then in the new one in. If you want to succeed, you have to take risks. If you want to succeed, you have to take risks. Bang, I say we go to that watchtower. You climb up to the top there and tell me what's happening. So he's still writing, right? He's like, if you want to take – uh, wait, what? And he kind of looks at you. He's got his little spectacles on. And his round face, and he's looking at it. I'm, so, I'm sorry, I missed what you said. Did you say you were going to the watchtower? Follow me, Bing. We're we're going. Yes, we're going. Okay, very good. Um, so the two of you guys, are we are we going to be stealthy, or are we just gonna walk on up? Of course, we're gonna be stealthy. Okay, and what about Donjon? Should he come with us, or should he? He no. Okay. He uh, is gonna Donjon. He's like yeah, right, yes. Sorry, I fell, a, I fell asleep while we were being quiet. Wait here by a tree. All right. Make sure it's a wide enough tree that if you have to pee, I don't have to see you pee. 
Ah, oh, okay. That's going to have to be pretty wide. <laughs> and he gives you a, a punch on the shoulder. Oh, boy. And Bing and I will be back. All right. Sounds good. Uh, before you have even left the forest, you hear his snores echoing out from behind a large tree. Uh, if you would each give me a uh, stealth check as the two of you uh, make your way up the hill. Barundar rolls a 16. And, and Barundar, being you're wearing metal armor, I take it. I Also, oh, it's with disadvantage, be a right? Disadvantage. I'm wearing chainmail. Chainmail, yeah. So you will be at disadvantage. Do you happen to know what Bing is wearing? And both of you are level three, is that right? Yes. So Barundar rolled a 16 and a 19. So the 16 would be the one with disadvantage? Uh, correct. Yep. Yeah. And how did Bing do? Bing hasn't rolled yet. Okay. And I think Bing is just wearing... Bing is wearing leather. Leather. So, yeah. So he can just make a straight stealth. Bing rolled a three. Okay. Excellent. Uh, perfect. Excellent. So, <laughs> so uh, the two of you are uh, making your way up. And Barundar, Barundar in uh, somewhat uncharacteristically, is, you know going up the hillside and at one point the 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 creature which now as you get closer is clearly an orc um kind of looks out over your way and um yeah looks away you 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 can see that's clearly an orc and you kind of hide behind a rock and and bing is kind of has his head down and then the two of you are continuing to make your way up up this hill and uh you look over and you see like you know you see that the orc is coming back to look your way and you quickly find another kind of freestanding stone sticking its way out of the rock sticking its way out of the hillside and you slam up against that you know kind of hiding hiding behind it as the orcs gaze and you turn over and and you see bing and he's standing right in the open like looking over at you and he looks up and the orc kind of looks his way and bing just puts his hands over his eyes like i i grab bing and i bring him behind the rock uh you you grab him and you pull and you hear a voice that echoes out goes who's out there Grob, is that you? Yes. Uh, give me a um, charisma uh, deception. deception. Give, me a, give me a charisma deception check, please. Bing. Mm. Yes, I'm many sir. things. Charismatic isn't one of them. Oh, sir, I wouldn't say that. You're a very good-looking man. I roll a seven. Uh, so he's like, Grob, that doesn't sound like that doesn't sound like you who's out there you come out the cold got to my chest i feel bad and he he fires an arrow you hear an arrow clink off of the side of rock uh as an arrow comes arcing away stand come on out from there and show yourself bing he looks at you he's like sir get ready to do that thing you do with your hands that you fire that thing you fire Ah, uh, okay Oh, yes, right. And he uh, goes and he pulls out his various components and prepares himself. I stand up. He goes, and, and you see the orc's eyes go wide. He's like, a dwarf! And he pulls out a uh, bow and draws it. Let us roll for initiative. At this point, uh, you are perhaps 30 feet away from the bottom of the tower. Perfect. I should have. Let's see, I guess I will use... Initiative is a straight dex. Uh, my. I roll a 16. 
Okay, give me a moment. Uh, and what did Bing roll? Bing rolls a... I have another. 21. Oh, excellent. Uh, what does Bing do? You are, what did I say you were? About 40 feet, no, 30 feet away from the bottom 30, of the... 30 feet, yeah. Excellent. Hold on, let me read up on, let me read, read one of my spells here. Sure. How tall is the tower? Uh, the tower is uh, 25 feet of rough stone, rough cracked stone to get to the top. And there so, are battlements at the top. Cracked battlements. So Sacred Flame has a range of 60 feet. Yes, you can easily uh, target the orc with a Sacred Flame. So I need uh, the orc to make a dexterity saving throw. All right. The orc. Uh, rolls an 18 on the dexterity saving throw. As he sees the fingers wiggling, he goes, whoo, and he dives back behind the ramparts, and you see a flash of radiant light, and uh, Bing turns to you and is like, I got him! And then the orc uh, stands up and aims his bow once again. Uh, it is Barundar's turn. No, hold on. Bing is going to try to move behind a rock. Ah, okay. So both of you are, there's like a, a large a large piece of rock uh, that you are both behind. It gives you great. Uh, uh, it gives you, you know, the the three quarter cover. Okay. And both of you are able to take three quarter cover behind that. Barundar will. <sighs> I'm gonna double move it. All right. So you can run up to the base of the uh, watchtower, and then if you want to, begin to climb it. Uh, and I, it puts me about. What's that? It puts me at fifty feet, so so twenty feet up the tower. Yeah, you'll be you'll be right. Um, so give me a um, uh, give me a strength athletics check as you uh, quickly go running out. The orc is kind of like trying to aim his bow at you uh, as you come up. Um, so I have a I have a plus four in that strength check. That's gonna be a ugh, Jesus, a ten. All right, so you're you're making your way up. And you get uh, probably about 15 feet up and you grab a broken piece of rock and you're like, oh, and you slide down about 10 feet, but sort of grab, manage to get your hands back into the rock again. So you didn't make it all the way up, but um, you got about 10 feet off of the ground okay. uh, as he makes your way. Um, so Bing has hidden behind the um, large rock and has um, uh, uh, has a three quarter. Is it, they call it, I forget in fifth is a three quarter, three quarters cover. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The greater cover, the minus five. Um, and he's trying to aim at Bing and he can't see him at all. And then he kind of like leans over uh, and kind of hooks one foot around one of the broken uh, pieces of the battlement uh, and aims his bow down at you. It is an awkward shot. So he is at, uh, so you have plus two to your armor class for the cover of hugging against the rock itself uh, as he uh, fires a bow. Uh, the good news is he doesn't appear to be particularly um uh able with the bow did you uh, say i had three quarters cover uh you have partial cover right oh. so he he's like leaning way over to try to get a shot it's just awkward so you have a bonus of two to your ac from, right, from so hugging a, up against the wall so i have an ac of 14 yeah unfortunately he rolls a 21 on his bow shot oh uh and hits you for uh five points of damage 
as an Poor arrow Baron. pierces through. No, that's uh, Barandar. Oh, Bar Barundar. oh, I'm sorry, Barundar. Yeah. No, hold right, on, so hold on. Yeah, I'm sorry. I thought you're. I misunderstood you. I yeah, thought you were so, shooting at Bing. Sorry. Yeah. So, so he was aiming. He's try. He started to aim at Bing, but saw that like Bing is hiding behind that big rock. No, but and hold on. Barundar's armor class is not 14. Barundar's armor class with a plus two is an 18. Yes, and he's he's still rolled a 21. Oh, okay. He's hitting either. Yeah. Oh! Uh, so the arrow uh, pierces through uh, your chain armor on your shoulder and sticks out of your shoulder. He's like, ha! I gotcha! Uh, and it is back to Bing's turn. Uh, he's going to Sacred Flame once again. All right, he kind of crawls out and he throws a Sacred Flame. And let's see. The orc, however, is completely off balance uh, as he is hanging on top of the battlements. And the Sacred Flame roars around him and he screams like, Aah! As radiant energy hits him, please uh, roll for damage. That's a 1d8. Six points of damage. Oh, right. Uh, he screams out as radiant energy roars around him. Uh, can I have a perception check from Barundar? Yes. Four. Uh, excellent. <clears throat> Uh, you, you can't hear what's going on over the great uh, roar of uh, your own battle charge as you are continuing to climb. Uh, it is Barundar's turn. Barundar is going to pluck that arrow off of his armor. All right. And toss it and to the side. Can I get on the orcs in the orc's face? Yes. Uh, I will need another strength athletics check as you continue to climb up the broken... Um, that is a nine. Oh, no. Uh, so you get up to the top, and he goes, oh, and he starts kicking at the rock, and the rock is crumbling away, and he hits Ugh. a piece, and you uh, fall back down to the ground at the base Ugh. of the uh, at the base. I need you to, uh, let's see, uh, as you strike the ground, you take one point of damage. Uh, luckily, you fall into a, like, soft pool of mud. But a rock kind of clips your head for one point of damage. Uh, you can take an action and try to make it back up there. Or if you want to do a ranged attack from there. No. My action is going to be to grab that root. All right. You grab the roots in your hand. You feel its energy surging. Yeah. And uh, I whisper under my breath some foul language about the orc and what's coming to him. Uh-oh. Do you speak orcish? Uh, yes, I do. Oh, right. Excellent. You, you speak in a foul and his eyes kind of go wide as he sees it. And you don't see it yourself, uh, but your eyes gleam with a yellow light energy. Uh, so do you invoke the root? Oh, yes. All right. You invoke the root. Your axe blazes with lightning as the rune that is on the living root uh, flashes and surges and then goes dead <coughs> and you see that that root of living of that living root uh, dies like it turns into this crackled piece of dead wood uh, but your axe is uh, blazing with lightning energy and the orc uh, sees that and it goes ah and in orcish he goes a priest of Talos and he um, uh, looks quite shaken he looks like he might try to flee uh, it is his turn. Uh, he's going to, let's see. Uh, he decides to stick around. He goes, uh, you know, you're not supposed to be out here. And he uh, takes his bow and fires another shot. A dwarven priest of Talos. That's weird. Uh, 
he fires and has a 17. Uh, but you are prone, right? And so uh, while lying on the ground, he's trying to get a shot. Uh, but instead, the arrow sinks into the mud nearby. Uh, you then see him kind of back away from the edge of the tower and heads to the edge. And he yells out, a priest of Talos is here. A dwarven priest. Uh, it is Bing's turn. Bing can still see the orc who is on the other side of the tower yelling into the inner courtyard. The inner courtyard? Yeah, so the in, inside the broken walls of the shrine. No, I has, get it. Yeah. It means there's more of these guys. Hmm. Bing will... Hmm, what does Bing do? I haven't seen Barundar yet, right? Uh, what do you mean? Well, Bing saw Barundar go into the tower, but not... Oh, no, sorry. So Barundar went to the edge of the tower. So Bing can still see Barundar, right? Barundar ran past the big rock and up to the edge of the watchtower and was climbing up the broken rock of the watchtower to get to the top of it. And Bing can... That's all in line of sight of Bing. I saw Barundar get hit. Yes, Bing saw Barundar get hit. Cure wounds is a touch. It is. Uh, Bing, right, so Bing can probably move up enough to be able to lay hands. No, Bing is going to try to do another sacred flame on the on on the. All right. Uh, the orc, um, so his back turned and yelling over the side, does not see the radiant energy uh, expand and surround him. He is hit once again by the. Um, Sacred Ooh, flame. max damage. Eight points of damage. Eight points of damage. Uh, he cries out ah, as he is surrounded by it. Six and eight is 14. Uh, describe your killing blow on the orc. The uh, sacred flame wraps itself around the orc almost like a DNA strand and squeezes him as ah! it burns him. <laughs> Uh, as it, it squeezes, ah, and he kind of burns and chars. And from inside, you hear, oh, the priests of Talos are here. Ah, and you hear at least a couple of voices running around. And then a great deep voice goes, what are you talking about? Priest, I don't know what that even means. Barundar's turn. It is Barundar's turn. Barundar is going to follow those voices. Uh Excellent. Uh, I am emboldened by the power of the uh, root. Uh, so you uh, stand up at the base of the tower and you run around to the south where the wall has broken through. Um, and as you as you travel around, you see uh, halfway between the watchtower in that middle courtyard. You see, I have the map up on the screen, right? I don't see it. Oh, hang on. Let me... Uh... Do you see a big gray box? Is that what you're seeing right now? Now I see the shrine. Ah, okay. Uh, so in that upper left courtyard inside the shrine, just about in dead center, is another orc. Uh, this one has an axe on his back and is carrying a javelin in his hand. Uh, another orc is, appears to be coming out from the doors of the shrine itself. And then in the far northeastern courtyard is a very large ogre. 
um, that has a heavy club slung over one shoulder and is dragging the half-eaten carcass of a large uh, of a large uh, mule behind him. The um, the orc that is in the northeastern or northwestern courtyard is about twenty-five feet away from you. Uh, you could get up to him with an action, or you can take a ranged attack from where you're at. No, I'm gonna get up to him and. All right. Slam um, him. Uh, well, so so the the standing up and going around the tower and then charging him will take both your move and your action. Oh, great! Because he's far Let's enough do between, that. That's between fine. lying in the mud and everything. Uh, you run up and and uh, give me if you would a charisma intimidation check as you go roaring with your eyes blazing with energy. Uh, you can make it with advantage. 21. So as you go running, he goes, ah, 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 and he drops the javelin from his hand and uh, begins to turn around like he is going to, like he is going to flee. Um, and on his turn, he does so. Uh, you may make an attack of opportunity against him. This is with my two-handed axe. Yes. With lightning damage added onto it. Correct. I scream a dwarven roar as I swing. I rolled a 20. Not a natural 20, but a 20. Dirty 20. Uh, it hits. Uh, you slash him viciously in the back. Please roll so for that, damage. That does nine slashing. Right. And then I'm going to roll an extra d6. You said lightning? Yes. So four lightning. Uh, so you uh, slash across his back. He cries out and he makes it about six steps and then falls down to one knee and then uh, scrambles up as he continues to make his way back to the door. Uh, so you did a total of 13 points? Yeah. Um, uh, he is badly wounded yet still, uh, still up and about. Uh, the other orc is like, what are you talking about? That's a dwarf. And he uh, takes a javelin out and hurls a javelin at you. Uh, he is within range. Are my eyes still yellow or is that yes. just... Yeah, there's lightning crackling from your eyes as long as you have this charged up axe. Uh, he he kind of like aims the javelin. Whoa, what's up? With... Maybe, oh. And he kind of gets shaken and as he hurls the javelin, it goes over your head and uh, slams into the mud nearby. Uh, the ogre... Uh, you see it kind of like lumbers forward, like, what, what is all this noise going on here? And what, ooh, dwarves. And he uh, makes his way up to the door of the shrine as he is headed your way. Uh, it is Bing's turn. Uh, Bing has seen Barundar run around the edge of the tower. Uh, from his current vantage point, he cannot see the orcs, but he has certainly heard the commotion. Bing is going to run over there, double move it over there if he has to. Uh, so in a single move, he can get up to the edge of that, uh, to the edge of the broken rock. And mm. at that point, he can see both orcs and the ogre, and they're all within range of his... Um, sacred flame the ogre. Flame. Oh, right. It's going to sacred flame the ogre. The ogre's like, Whoa. He's still dragging this big half-devoured mule on his back. Um, when the flame... Uh, what is uh, his DC? So the DC is 12. 12, okay. 
uh, and the ogre, like, oh, and he holds up, he, he blocks, he kind of drags that giant half-devoured mule up, and the radiant energy rolls around the mule, and he's like, oh, and he takes this burning, radiant and charged uh, dead mule and hurls it against the wall where it kind of cracks and splatters against the wall, uh, but does not hit the ogre himself. Uh, it is Barundar's turn. You feel this primal rage burning through you, this energy, and uh, you just you you just feel yourself fueled by the storm. So there's an orc running away from me, and there's an ogre behind me. Yes, and there's there there are two orcs that are now yeah there are two orcs in front of you, and then ogre they're all about they're all right around the front door of the of the temple itself. They've all like the ogre. The, the one guy stayed there and hurled a javelin at you. The ogre made its way up to there, and then the other one was running to that general area. So they're all about 20 feet away from you at this point. All right, so the the orc that ran away from me that I hit with the... Uh... Yes, yeah, and he's badly hurt. Yeah, I'm just going to go and try to take him out. All right, so you go up to him, and he goes, ah, 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 and he kind of cowers down to the ground. Uh, give me an intelligence... Uh, give me a charisma intimidation check with advantage. See if you can scare him prone. 11... Uh, so he, he doesn't quite go prone. He kind of goes down to one knee. He's like, ah! And he draws his axe off of his back just in pure defensive, uh, as a pure defensive measure. Uh, roll a normal attack roll against him. Whew! Critical hit. Oh, no! Uh, describe your killing blow. Go ahead and roll the damage. Um, actually, so it yeah, sorry, go It ahead. rolled a 12... So I did maximum, I did 21 points of damage, slashing. Yeah, so, so describe your killing blow on the, on the cowering orc. So the cowering orc, I swing my axe around, crackling with lightning energy. Right. And it's a smooth cut of the head. Oh, his head just... Decapitate the orc. His, orc. his head goes flying off. And as you're swinging your axe around in this circle, it forms like a small storm. And a bolt of electricity, a bolt of lightning, arcs from the storm and hits the other orc. Please roll 2d6 damage. Woo! Seven. Uh, he, as this blast of lightning strikes against him and you hear a, um, you hear a voice from behind you from Bing. It goes, will you look at that? That's how it's done, Bing. It's, uh, he kind of nods his head, you, you know, quickly in, in almost, almost, you know, spasmatically nods his head at you. Yeah, uh, much to learn. The, the orc is like, ah, and he doesn't appear to be quite as intimidated as his as his other friend and he kind of draws his axe and roars at you his hair is standing out in in a perfect like halo around his head from the blast of electricity that hit him uh and he uh roars and comes up and attacks you with his great axe come on you beast come and get it uh he swings he appears to be quite a veteran as he uh slashes overhead and then at the last minute uh, hits you in the solar plexus with oh. the pommel of the axe and then swings low and hits with the axe blade in your thigh. Oh. Um, you take nine. Uh, he rolled a uh, 24 versus AC. Oh. Um, he slashes you for nine points of damage. Oh. And he's like, ah! 
We don't need your stupid Talos god here, Storm Dwarf. The ogre's like, what? What is all this craziness going on here? And he uh, he looks over and he sees uh, Bing and he picks up a large rock. He, he pulls away like a piece of heavy rock from the side of the broken um, shrine and he hurls it at uh, Bing. Uh, that is a 22 versus AC on Bing. Uh, yeah. Uh, so Bing kind of like freezes as this heavy piece of rock goes arcing his way and it strikes him solidly in the chest for 11 points of damage. Oh no. (laughs) Crazy radiant thing or killed my mule blew up my mule. Uh, it is Bing's turn. I'll show you a mule after I heal myself. And Bing, uh, he's Bing's gonna cure wounds on himself. Excellent. He took a nasty hit. Yes. Um, cure wounds. How does it? Uh, cure is wounds? it D? So for him, it will be a D eight plus two. D eight plus two, right? He can cast it as a second level. Oh, he, does he have second level spells? He doesn't have second level spells yet, right? We determined mm, that. No. Yeah. So he, yeah, D8 plus two. Four plus two, six. So All six right. points. He heals up some of his, he feels a rib uh, snap back into place after getting dislocated by the ogre's heavy rock. Um, it is, okay, so he healed himself. Uh, does he, he can, if he would like, it's up to you, uh, dive behind the, uh, the, the wall. Like he was standing at the edge of the broken wall of the shrine. He can, if he would like, Get back behind that if you're worried about him getting hit uh, again by the ogre. Yeah, he's going to do that. Okay. So he's he'll gonna... he's step, step around, and about 10 feet back, he has complete cover. He has total cover. The, the ogre cannot see him. Um, it is Barundar's turn. You are filled with the lightning energy of Talos. So The stout orc that hit you with the axe uh, got blasted with lightning. Uh, appears to be about, you know, he's, he got hit hard, but he is still up. Yeah, so that orc, um, I look at him and I say, I don't know who this Talos is, but I kind of like it. (laughs) And I swing my axe and I try to take a swing at him. Let's see. We rolled a 23. Oh! So he's going to take eight slashing. All right. And lightning damage to the tune of four so 12 points of damage so the uh describe your killing blow on the stout orc he's the one that hit you in the solar plexus and slashed your leg so i cut him across i slash him across the chest mm-hmm. and then the lightning burns his perfect hair ah and you just see it crackle out and all the hair turns into ash and floats <coughs> away from his bald head as he falls over uh that I storm say- I say compliments of Talos. <laughs> He's like, I thought you said you didn't know who he was. And then he dies. Um, a bolt of energy arcs off of this storm cloud that's around your head and hits the ogre in the ass for four points of damage. Like, oh, and he kind of turns around. What, is, what are you doing now? Uh, I'm going to kill you. The ogre uh, comes around. And uh, pulls out his heavy, this this spiked club 
that he's wielding. He's like, I'm going to smash you into the ground. And he rolls, man. Oh, he rolls a nine. He's, thank God. He swings this club down and it just buries itself in the ground as you step away to one side. Um, and I say, you're going to try to. He's like, oh, that's right. I'm going to try again. And he's trying to heavily pull that axe out from the ground. It is Bing's turn. Bing's going to try to sacred flame. Oh, right. He comes back around from hiding behind the wall and hurls a sacred flame at the ogre. Uh, the ogre fails his saving throw. Radiant energy rips across the ogre's body. Five points of radiant damage. Oh! He screams. He kind of roars out as this radiant energy flows around him. And then he turns back around again and sees Bing. Does Bing go and dive behind the, rock, the wall again? No, he does not. In he fact, not. he takes a step forward. Takes a step forward. He's like, I'm going to put you into the ground, little thing. Uh, and it is Barundar's turn. Barundar looks at Bing and says, I think we're done here, Bing. And I swoo, grab my axe, and I aim for the ogre's knees. Oh. And I try to take him out. Excellent. Roll an attack roll. 19. Oh, a vicious hit. Go ahead and roll for damage, including six, your lightning damage. Six slashing and one lightning. All right. Uh, you slash him across the leg. He kind of falls down to one knee. He's like, ow! Why? Uh, and um, when you say, like, you think you're done here, uh, Bing kind of points. He goes, I don't, I don't think we're done yet. Quiet, you. And the, the ogre kind of stands up, and he's like, oh, and he can't decide which of you he likes least. Uh, so he stays on you. He raises that huge club again, and he drops the club down. Uh, that is a 15. That's a miss. He swings. Whoa! This time you feel one of the spines of the club just scrapes down your armor, and you realize, like, one good hit from this thing is going to be tremendously bad uh, as it uh, the, the club once again slams nearby uh, and sinks itself into the ground. It is Bing's turn. <clears throat> well, Bing is going to finish this off with a sacred flame. Uh, he fails the save. But he wants to downplay this because he knows that Barundar wanted to take the winning shot. Right. He rolls a two damage. A two. Uh, his radiant energy flows over it. Oh, it kind of envelops one arm of the ogre. Uh, but the ogre just kind of roars back. And as Barundar kind of looks at him, you're like, you hit this guy pretty hard. He's still got a ways to go. He's a great big monster. So Bing is going to take another step forward. Just one step. All right. And Barund is Barundar's turn. It is Barundar's turn. Now Bruno's going to go for the other leg. All right. Watch how it's done, Bing. He's like, y yes, sir. And he rolls a 19. That Jesus, a, I'm rolling great. That, I'm awesome. Roll for damage. You, you got to go into roll 20 and see these rolls. <laughs> I believe you. <laughs> now, was that a that was a 19 with your modifier, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Because you, so you're, you, you're a champion fighter. Is that right? You crit on 19s and 20s? Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah. Crits are, crits are great when you have an axe that does an extra D6 damage. Thanks for reminding me. 
Sure. So I did 10 slashing. Oh, right. And I'm going to do another – was double dice, right? Oh, it was the, the 19 – was that a natural 19 that you rolled? Or is it 19 total, including your modifier? That was including my modifier. Yeah, so that one's not a crit. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. So 10 slashing. Yes. And then my lightning is 6. Oh, 16. nice. Uh, that's 30. Uh, the ogre oh! – uh, gets uh, you slash his leg and he he kind of stumbles down uh, to one leg. He's 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 heavily off balance and in a bad way, kind of as he as he crumbles to the ground, uh, clutching at the vicious wound and that's still electricity still arcing across his leg uh, as he is slashed. Uh, and he's like Ugh! and he takes he tries to he swings the club uh, left to right uh, at you. Uh, trying to bat you away. He rolls a disadvantage and rolls a, a 10. Uh, as he swings, you easily sidestep the blow and he smashes into the wall of the shrine and the wall cracks heavily and a bunch of heavy stones fall from the, the rock above, uh, landing harmlessly into the ground. It is Bing's turn. The ogre's mannerism has gone from being one of you know, oafish viciousness to fear. Like now his, his eyes are kind of wide and the defensive bat hand was more like, get the hell away from me more so than I'm going to smash you in the ground like a tent peg. So Bing takes a step forward towards the ogre mm -hmm. and says, this ends now. And sacred flames, the ogre. Sinister. He rolls a one. Go ahead and roll sacred flame damage. Eight. Oh. Uh, the sacred flame burns over. He goes, ah! Ah! And he kind of falls back. He drops the club to one side. Ah! Uh, stop! Stop! Don't hurt me anymore! He says. And uh, Barundar, you are standing above him. You have advantage on your attack if you wish to take it. How many more are you in here? It's like, there's just me, just, just Grack. Do yeah. He Pick up your like, mule and go. There's never more than just me. He kind of looks at you apprehensively. He kind of scoots back with his one good leg. And he kind of reaches around and he picks up the broken, charred uh, uh, half mule and drags it away. He's like waiting for you to attack. And then he turns and he lumbers uh, to the east outside of the shrine do you do you let him go un, unimpeded i let him go all right he uh begins to run outside of the shrine uh and he crawls his way through a large crack in the wall to the east and makes his way out of the shrine will you look at that uh don john's like was that was that a giant it was an ogre man oh an ogre oh well Glad I got here in the nick of time. Is there anything I can do? Oh, you've done plenty, Don John. All right. Well, glad to uh, hear it. Not sure what we'd do without you here. Yeah, I know. Well, I don't, you know, yeah. I, I'm sure you guys could make off well on your own, though. I'm sure you do okay. Don't don't put yourself down like that. You guys are, you guys are very effective. Did you see anything in the forest while you were uh, loafing around back there? His eyes kind of go wide and his move back and forth. He's like, uh, no. Forest things, birds and squirrels and stuff. 
So nothing related to that big bear footprint we saw. No, nothing like that. Bing. Because wait, I see it. And he points down and you see one of the footprints of the large ogre in the ground nearby. He goes, there it is. Oh, okay. Well, that answers that. He goes, well, I'm glad I'm here to help you. Bing. I found it. I found the bear. Bing, I'm in need of healing. Uh, Bing kind of comes over. Uh, oh, yes, sir. And you see him. He's drawing like a picture of the ogre in his uh, in his notebook. Bing, you could doodle later. I'm in sorry, need of healing. Sorry, sir. Yes, yes, sir. Uh, and he comes over and heals you. Feels better, Bing. Thank you. My pleasure, sir. And that's a D6, right? Uh, D8 plus his yeah. Uh, yeah, plus his wisdom bonus. Yeah, so that's uh, 3 plus uh, 3 plus 2, 5. Much better, Bing. Thank you. What, whatever I can do. I live to serve. Bing, you did well out here today. Well, thank you, sir. You did very well yourself. That, uh, oh, I know I did. Yes. Your eyes are still, uh, you know, arcing a little bit. You okay? Perfectly fine, Bing. It looks, it's like, yeah. He goes, hang on a sec. And he polishes a, he takes out like a, a pan, you know, like a silver pan, and he polishes it and he shines it and holds it up to you. And you see like your normal dwarven face, but your eyes are, are bright, like white yellow. And arcs of electricity are connecting the two and then arcing off into your hair. Ah! How do you explain this, Bing? I, it must be the magical energy from that root. You feel okay, though? No no weird whispers in your mind or anything like that? Mm. Nothing out of the ordinary, Bing. No, no, no more whispers than normal, then, I take. Exactly. I, I understand, sir. Bing, let's take a look around and see what's going on inside this. Very good, sir. And he holds out his hand, uh, beckoning you to... Uh, Head in. Don John? Oh, yes. Stay out here and watch for more orcs. Got it. Uh, and what uh, What should I do if I see any? You hide and scream. Got it. Oh, no. You, you scream and then hide. Or... Scream and then hide. Oh, good. Like this. Ah! Yeah. Just okay. run up against a rock and hide or something. Gotcha. Will do. I'll just be right here. And he kind of sits down against the rock. Uh, he kind of goes over where the mule had hit the wall. He's like, ugh. And he, just, uh, be, just stay out of the way, Don John. Gotcha. Right. Right. Uh, opening the door uh, leads into a um, a main hall. Uh, you see crumbling pillars that are supporting a 40-foot-high vaulted ceiling in the hall. There are humanoid, bo humanoid bones littering the floor and a 10-foot square hole in the ceiling that leads up to a belfry. Um, there doesn't appear you, as you kind of both peer up into it, you see that there is a bell, uh, far up above in the belfry, but it is not, uh, there is no, uh, rope attached to it. Uh, there are also doors that lead to the South, uh, a pair of large double doors that lead to the South, and then a pair of smaller doors that lead to the, uh, West and East. Uh, let's keep walking through the big double doors. Uh, Excellent. <laughs> Uh, you walk through the uh, next set of double doors and see the following. Six stone pillars brace the vaulted ceiling of this temple, the floor of which is buried under a thick layer of dust. Also covered in dust are four humanoid skeletons in tattered priestly vestments lying, uh, lying near a stone altar situated in an alcove 
under four narrow window windows. Carved into the front of the altar is a humanoid eye. Bing? Sir? Does that eye look familiar to you? Uh, it looks like it is one of the symbols of Savras. This would appear to be an altar of Savras. There's something not quite right. Look at the way it... It doesn't sit quite right on the floor, and I think I see a large crack underneath. I saw it, Bing. I'm let sorry. Me go take, let me go take a look. I just wanted to make sure that I understood what you had seen. Bing, I know what I'm looking at. Uh, understood, sir. I go look at the crack on the altar. Uh, so you go and you examine, and sure enough, it looks like the altar had been slightly uh, is is pushed slightly askew. It's not sitting perfectly on the floor, and it appears that there is a uh, um, a hollow underneath the altar. Uh, can I stick my hand in there, or do I need to move the altar? It looks like you're gonna have to move the altar. It's just the, the Bang, crack is come and give me a hand here. Let's move this thing. Yes, sir. Go ahead, please. After you. We start pushing. I start pushing it. Uh, you put your hands on the altar, and your eyes go from that uh, yellow uh, white to pure white. Like beams of white energy sort of flow off, and Bing kind of goes, ah! You yourself, however, uh, feel yourself floating out of the shrine. Like your your vision kind of rotates and shifts. You you would you would you realize you would be pretty nauseous if you still had a stomach. Uh, but instead, what you see is um, you, you float upwards and you see yourself standing there, uh, go rigid and fall over backwards. Uh, your eyes pitch white as white energy flows from them. So uh, I'm leaving my body? You're leaving your body. Oh. Uh, you, you float through the roof of the shrine, through the bell, you know, past the bell, uh, and you uh, soar all the way across the land. What? Uh, um, yeah, you're just you're high in the sky. Clouds. A big bird flies by, seeming not to see you at all. Um, <coughs> and you. Um, uh, uh, oh, where is my map? Can I control myself, or am I? No. Something seems to be pulling you uh, as you are uh, floating through, and you see uh, again like a more of those storm clouds in, in, in a forest nearby. You see another one of those isolated swirling storms and bolts of of uh, white and violet lightning. And they are surrounded by a bunch of orcs in robes, hands outstretched that are calling to this storm as bolts of lightning hit the ground. Uh, but then you pull away from that uh, and you head uh, far to the southeast along the edges of the Ice Spire Mountains. So northeast of Phandalin, at the right at the edge of the mountains. Uh, and you see a stone fortress that is perched on an icy, uh, an icy spur of the mountain. It's hanging right over the edge. It looks uh, quite old and uh, heavily broken. Uh, it has, you know, it's much bigger. The, the hold itself is much bigger than um, um, uh, it, it's much bigger than the, the, the shrine that you're in now. Uh, the roof of the thing has collapsed, and you can see into the inner courtyard, and lying in there, snoring peacefully, is a large white dragon. A dragon I've seen before. Yes, but never this close. Right. And and now you have. Can I gauge more or less how old he is, what type of, what size? Give me an intelligence, either nature or arcana check. 19. 19. 
Uh, you think it is probably a young dragon. It doesn't like in the stories you've heard of the of the ancient worms, you know, that have li lived for thousands of years. Uh, this one does not. It is it is big. Like this is certainly a scary dragon. Um, but you know, its wingspan is perhaps thirty or forty feet instead of a hundred feet. Its body length is probably twenty or thirty feet long. Okay. So you you get the impression it is a young a young white dragon. Uh, still, however, you look at it and you're like, you know, you're not sure Bing could survive an encounter with such a thing like this. Right. Uh, the dragon's one eye, one of its eyes opens, uh, blazing with this blue light. And the eye kind of looks around and it looks in your general area and it snorts. And this like, you know, ice cold air comes out of its nostrils as it snorts as though it can tell it is being watched. Hmm. At that point. You're you are pulled once again uh, and kind of soaring across the lands of the of the sword mountains uh, where you are brought back into the shrine of Savras. And then you see yourself lying there and um, Bing is kneeling next to you, his hands glowing. And you see um, Don John is standing there, his hands on his hips. And as you uh, re-enter your body, Don John says, well, I'm pretty sure he's dead. I think that's. <laughs> I think that oh look and your eyes open up and you uh you recover. The lightning however has left your axe and your eyes as has the radiant energy that was flowing out from your encounter with the altar. And Bing goes, "Oh, sir. Oh, you had me so worried. I didn't know what happened. What happened? Are you okay?" Bing, how long was I gone? About an hour, sir. About an hour. Bing, I've seen the dragon. You have? I have. Don John's like, oh, come on with the dragons again. You have no idea what you're talking about, Don John. Why don't you go pee? Now that you mention it, and he goes off. Bing? Sir? Something strange is happening in the land. Indeed. And I think it's up to us to figure it out. I, I, I think you're right. Uh, in the meantime, I think we, we looked around and there's no more orcs in here and that ogre left. So I think I think we have successfully cleared out uh, this shrine. Thank you for stating the obvious, Bing. I'm just, I was going to say that now. Yes. Sorry, sir. Of course. Never, Bing, never I think like we should head ahead. back and let these uh, were rats know that we've cleared this thing out for them. And hopefully that, that ogre comes back and takes care of them, too, for all I care. That, that, that sounds that sounds good, sir. That was my plan all along, Bing. A brilliant plan, sir, if I might say of so. Of course it is. Excellent. Yes, sorry. Of course, I know that goes without saying. <sighs> Bing, that dragon. That dragon, he knew I was watching him, Bing. He did. He did. He's Perhaps he's marked you, sir. Perhaps. Perhaps it is your destiny. Do you believe That'll in be destiny? That'll be a tale sir? for another day, Bing. Indeed. Uh, you make your way back during the journey. Uh, Don John uh, continuing his, uh, his, his tales uh, and continuing with his uh, prostate issues. No, wait. Hold on. Yes. Can we stop and rest? Oh, yes. And uh, yes, you, 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 you rest that night in the temple. Yes. Uh, Bing tells you that it looks like whatever energy was on that altar uh, has dissipated. And uh, the two of you that night move it aside. And inside you find a strange key. A magical key of some sort. Bing? Yes, sir. It's a key. Yes, sir. Brilliant observation, sir. Who knows what it could open? I think we should carry it with us. That sounds like a good idea. Would you like to carry it or shall I? 
I think you should carry it, Bing. Very good. I will I will put it on this tether around my neck. You're in charge of the keys now, Bing. I am the key master, yes. You are the key master. Excellent. Thank you, sir. I shall call you the locksmith. That would be that would be wonderful, sir. I like that name. Good night, Bing. Good night, sir. Uh, you rest for the evening, regaining, and and over your journey, you are able to rest more than once, thus regaining all of your hit points and all of your hit dice, uh, and all of your spells and abilities and other such things. Your wounds are tended. Uh, you share tales. You know, Don John wants to hear about your battle, and uh, you and Bing talk about your experience, both. Uh, fueled by the energy of Talos. And he says, like, that symbol, now I recognize it. That's a symbol of Talos. Are, are you aware of Talos? Do you know Talos? Wait, Don John says that? No, uh, Bing says this. Oh. Am I aware of Talos? No. I'm, I'm aware he's into lightning. Yes, sir. Says, uh, Talos is, a, is, a, uh, uh, is known as the Destroyer and the Storm Lord. Uh, it, is a, it is an evil, a chaotic evil deity. Uh, and though I have not normally heard, um, uh, I've not normally heard of orcs worshiping Talos before, uh, as, as was in your vision of those orcs with their arms outstretched in the storm and whatnot, uh, that, that is quite, uh, uh, that is quite extraordinary, but, uh, uh, normally they worship Grumsh. Of course, you know who Grumsh is. I'm, I don't need Bang. to. Yes. Yes, sir. Why are you giving me a lesson on religion? I, I'm sorry. I, I, I have a tendency of letting my... I get excited by such things. And Your I, mind wanders off sometimes. Yes. Being, stick to the task at hand. Yes. Sorry, sir. Yes. Sorry, sir. Uh, you make your way back to the Mountain's Toe gold mine. And true to their word, the were-rats are uh, uh, happy to vacate the smelly, stinky tunnels. Uh, and they begin to... They pack up what, what provisions they have and make their way uh, to... Um, uh, to the the shrine of Savras. Um you Don John says that he is going to uh, um, he is going to stay at the mines themselves and take inventory of what's going on before returning to Fandolin and hiring a new mining crew in order to um, re reestablish the mine. Uh, and you make your way back uh, to Fandolin, a new victory under your belt. And it is there we'll end today's adventure. Uh, along the way, I shall tell Bing. Um, I want to highlight to Bing how odd it is that there's orcs worshiping Talos when they normally worship Grumsh. Yeah, he says, yes, yes, sir, that is. Now that you mention it, uh, that is quite extraordinary. Yes, and he writes in, writes something in his notebook. And we'll call it a day. And we will call it a day. There we have it. Thank you, my friend. The Adventures of Bing and Barundar. I tell you, man, I love me some Bing and Barundar. I love Bing and Barundar. <laughs> I want to thank everybody who had a chance to watch on Twitch today. Thank always, you, everybody. Yep, always, always fun. Uh, hopefully, we'll get to do this. Uh, hopefully, we'll get to do this again uh, shortly. Enrique, my friend, thank you for thank you for a a fine adventure.